Welcome to Project Hustle. This podcast is all about discovering your true potential in life and leaping outside your comfort zone to get there. My name's Amber, and I'm just your average corporate girl by day who's found her true passion working a side hustle at night. I'm obsessed with helping you shift your mindset and create the time in your busy schedule to hustle towards a life that truly fulfills you. So let's get pumped up about life and do this together. Welcome back. I am so excited that you are here today because we're going to talk about a topic that I actually get asked about all the time, like literally all the time, get this question that's always centered around burnout and had different ways to actually navigate through when you have burnout or when you're experiencing different things associated with burnout or different ways to actually prevent it from happening in the first place. And before we really dive in, I just want to put this out there that I am definitely no stranger to burnout. I have experienced it many times over in my life, and it's something that now I really focus on preventing it and understanding that it can actually have a lot of negative side effects and trying to really just avoid it altogether if I can. So like, for example, past times in my life that I would experience a lot of this would be probably like during my high school years, I was like, obviously a student full time, I was playing pretty much every competitive sport you could think of. Plus, I was also working. And that was a time that I definitely experienced it, even though I was young, it's something that I just thought I had to get through and something that was normal in order to get where I wanted to go. And I'm definitely not saying that I regret that or that I should have done something differently because it definitely helped get me where I want to go. But now that I actually understand what was happening and the different burnout seasons that I would go through, maybe if I were to redo it, I would kind of approach it a little bit differently with some of the skills and things that I've learned since then. And then I also experienced a lot of burnout, probably the most burnout in my entire life during university. Um, I was, as you know, a chemical engineering student who was also a varsity athlete playing on the women's hockey team at Queens. And that in itself was definitely a big task to take on because any of you who also play sports know that playing on a varsity team is essentially a full-time job in itself. And then I was also a full-time student and I didn't take any extra years. I did it all in my four-year undergrad and there was definitely a lot of periods now looking back that I was definitely burnt out and it comes with just you know school gets harder in university you have a lot more assignments a lot more class time and then I was constantly going to practice going to lift going to games on the weekends we were always on the road and it caused a lot of burnout for me and again I definitely did well and I I navigated through that at the time but I think I could have learned a little bit more using the skills that I have now so I really want to share that with you guys if you are in one of these seasons or if you feel like you're constantly back and forth between burnout and feeling okay maybe if you put some of these skills into action it might start to help you to actually prevent it and avoid burnout. So let's just backtrack for a second. If you are unfamiliar with what exactly burnout is, essentially it's a period of time where you just feel like you have nothing left to give physically, emotionally, mentally, all the things you're just exhausted. And so that can look like physical exhaustion, like you don't feel like you have the energy to get up and do a workout or to even get out of bed. Um, And then in terms of like emotionally, mentally, it's maybe you're always irritable. You feel like you don't have any time to do anything. You feel like you're failing. You just don't have any motivation to do anything. It's basically just an overall overwhelm and sense of you just can't do anything else. 
And then just to distinguish a little bit between actually just feeling stressed and burnt out. So being stressed is more of a feeling of you're overwhelmed, you have a lot of things going on, but you're still actually able to do some of those things and you're still actively participating. And burnout is more of like you've reached an end, you actually can't give any more, you're just completely dried up, your energy sources have been completely depleted on all levels and you're just unable to continue. So for myself, I've definitely experienced both like very high stress situations and actual burnout. But I would say now after the last couple of years, I've experienced more of the high stress, but without passing that barrier and without reaching the burnout point. So once I feel like I'm in a really high stress situation, oftentimes it starts with my job being really busy at the time. And then that kind of translates into the home life and some of my other things going on. Once I recognize that I'm in that state, that's when I start to kick in with these habits because I don't want to get to that burnout phase, right? I want to try and avoid that. So when I get into the high stress, I know that it's coming and I need to do something to stop it. And I'm definitely by no means saying that it's a good thing to be in a high stress situation all the time. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is it's important to recognize when you are approaching these different stages and when you are feeling what you're feeling. And it's important to just know you and yourself, how much you can handle, what your limits are, what your barriers are. Knowing that can really help you determine where you're at and how you need to get out of it or which direction you need to go to start to feel more like a whole happy person and like yourself again. And so you all know me and I'm a huge advocate for actually working hard towards whatever goals you may have. And I just want you guys to know that there is a way to work hard towards your goals without burning out, because obviously that is not what I want to encourage you to do. I don't want you to just be in this endless cycle of burnout and then feeling okay and then burnout again. That's not the way we want to approach this. And that's not the way we want to actually work towards our goals. And there is a way to do that without burning out. It's just something you have to think of and to actually be aware of as you're doing it. And part of that awareness is actually the opposite, where you need to understand if it's a time that you need to actually give yourself grace and relax a little bit more, or when you're just completely cutting yourself slack and letting yourself off the hook, right? There is a difference between those two things, and I want you to understand that and know that anytime you feel stressed does not necessarily mean you're burnt out. It just means that you're doing something hard, and it's up to you to know yourself and to know how you respond to these things and to continuously work up to that, because ultimately, if you're telling yourself you're burnt out every time you do any form of work, you're probably not going to achieve your goals, if that makes sense. And I just want to make that clear that there is a balance between knowing when you're reaching that burnout, when you're actually working really hard and you're approaching that and knowing when to come back, but also knowing that sometimes you're just completely letting yourself off the hook and giving yourself an excuse. And that's not what we want, right? We want to still work hard, but in a way that's not going to cause burnout. So my first and honestly my biggest tip for preventing burnout is that oftentimes that means you're not finding joy in the process and you're struggling to find something that actually you're passionate about and brings you happiness and just makes you want to continue and live a full happy life. And oftentimes I find that that's because we are not pursuing our dreams. We're not pursuing our passions and we're not pursuing a life or a career that we actually love. And that's something a lot of people get lost in is that, you know, you go to university, you get a job and you just kind of ride it out from there, even if it's something that you don't necessarily love or you don't feel passionate about. And that's often where burnout comes in because you just feel like you're putting in all this work and you're not getting that source of fulfillment back from it. So it feels like you're just giving way more than you have to give and you're not getting any benefit from it. 
And so this is actually exactly what happened to me very early on in my career. Basically, as I've said before on this podcast, I picked my career path based on what my sister did. I was just simply following in her footsteps because I had no idea what I wanted to do at the time. So I thought what she was doing sounded great. And so when I went into my first job, I really experienced that feeling of no passion, no fulfillment really early on. And I kind of knew that, but I had convinced myself that that's the way everyone feels. Nobody actually loves their job. Nobody gets fulfillment from their job. That's just the way it is. And you just have to live life your entire way, just like that. And that's something that really hurt me because I was coming home, not only going to a job that I was not fulfilled by every single day, but I was coming home and I also had nothing that I was passionate about, nothing that was giving me any source of fulfillment. I would just come home, watch TV, go to bed, lather, rinse, repeat. And so for me, there was this really big disconnect in terms of what I actually wanted to do with my life and what I was doing. And so for me, it took really to understand that and to realize that and to kick into action that I I just have one life here, right? I can't continue down this path. This is only the first year of my career. I can't do this for my entire life. I need to find something, something out there that gives me a source of fulfillment and passion. I need to find that because that's what's going to keep me going. And as you all know, I ended up finding coaching, which turned into this podcast, which is turning into so many things. And this feels so aligned with me and brings me so much joy. And that's where we all start, right? Is you need to have that joy, that happiness that makes you want to actually keep going. And so for me, my burnout kind of stopped after that first year before I really found this because I no longer was going to work with that no energy, just no motivation, no energy to do anything. And now I know that when I come home, I get to work on my absolute passion and I know that I have direction in my life and I'm actually working towards something that brings me so much freaking joy. And that is where burnout can start to end for you. It's where you're actually pursuing a path that brings you joy and makes you actually want to keep going. So the biggest tip that I have for you is again, to find what you actually want to do in this life. Check in with yourself. Is your current career where you actually want to be? Is that job bringing you fulfillment in any way? Is that just something you're going and doing just because you have a job? Or is that actually what you want to do? That's something that's really important to actually know and take accountability towards is working towards your actual passion and purpose in this life. And I know that that's something that's a lot easier said than done to completely change your career path or even to just find new hobbies on the side. But trust me, Think about the alternative. Think about continuing down this path where you're just going through this endless cycle of burnout. You don't want to live that way, right? And oftentimes when I talk to people about this topic and they're saying they're burnt out all the time, I ask them if they actually enjoy their job. And most of the time they say no. Sometimes they do. And that's awesome. That just might mean the root cause of your burnout is something completely different. But I find in my experience, a lot of the times it's because they don't find any source of fulfillment from their job and they're just giving away all their energy to something that's not giving back. So definitely try and find something and really be honest with yourself in this case, because you don't want to go through your whole life working on a career that's just burning you out because you don't actually enjoy it deep down. 
My next tip might seem counterintuitive, but it's actually to hold yourself accountable to your health and fitness goals. I know that this sounds weird because oftentimes when you're burnt out, it's physical burnout and you feel like you don't have any energy to really do a workout or to be active. But honestly, I find with myself in particular and with a lot of other people that experience this, they actually feel so much better when they are consistent in their own health. And that comes in terms of it doesn't necessarily have to be actual like legit workouts. It can be just staying active for at least 20, 15 to 20 minutes a day, moving their body, completely forgetting about everything going on mentally, and then also focusing on your nutrition. Because a lot of times, actually all of the time, the food that you eat is your source of fuel. So if you are eating bad, crappy junk food all the time, guess how you're going to feel? Bad and crappy all of the time. And oftentimes that takes away from your energy and you're not giving your body what it needs to actually feel good. And so when I tell people you should try and focus on that nutrition, try and eat a little bit better, it's, it's just because it's going to actually give you energy and it's going to make you feel actually good because good food gives you that. Good food is your fuel. And people always forget this. It's something so, so simple, but we always forget because guess what? It's always the junk food that's the most convenient. It doesn't involve any work or any prep. And when we feel burnt out, we feel like we don't have time to prep anything. And that's why it's so important to actually meal prep, take the time to do that so that you can get through your week eating good, feeling good, moving your body, and just really giving your body what it actually needs to perform at its best. And although it seems counterintuitive and you're telling me you have burnout, you're exhausted, you don't have the energy to do that, you don't have the time to do that, ultimately, your life starts with your actual physical body. You need to be taking care of it because whatever you do physically translates mentally and emotionally as well. So if you are taking care of your body in terms of being active, your nutrition, all those things, you're going to start to feel better. I promise you, it may seem like you're at the bottom of a giant mountain and that you just can't get to that top, but one step at a time. The first step is that first day. Focus on you, move your body, go for a walk, eat something healthy, and see how you feel and build up from there. My next tip, which I'm not going to spend a lot of time talking about because I do talk about it all the time on this podcast, but my next tip is all about people. You, It's non-negotiable that you have people in your life that are actually going to support you, that are actually there for you and actually want what's best for you and help you level up. You cannot afford to go through this life by yourself. I used to think that. I used to think I was super independent and I didn't need anybody. And that's just simply false because I was burnt out and I had nobody to help me get out of it. I had nobody around me encouraging me to do all of the things that I'm saying now. And it wasn't until I had that group that I found it was so much easier to avoid those stages of my life, those feelings of high stress and burnout, because they actually were supporting me. They deep down actually cared about what I was doing and had different ways to help me get out of that, whether it was through accountability or just being there to talk to or just having them set the example for me. Things like that are so freaking important in this life, and that's why I talk about it all the time, but you absolutely have to have that community of people behind you, and if you don't right now, you need to go find them. It doesn't matter how, whether it's through social media, that's how I found my group of people, or in person or in different groups that you're involved in, but you need to find it. And more importantly, once you do find it, you need to ask for help. That's something I also didn't do for a very long time because I didn't like to burden people. I felt like I was being annoying. I didn't want to be that person. But if you need help, if you're overwhelmed, 
ask. Just ask people because if they are the right people, they're your community, they're your people, they will help you. They will be more likely to actually help you out. So whether that means you need help, maybe you live with a significant other and you ask them, oh, can you cook for me this week? I'm feeling really burnt out. I just need a little bit of help. That is so powerful in terms of getting you out of this burnout phase because if you are not asking for help from the people who are more than willing to give it to you, you are basically throwing away an opportunity to get out of this cycle. So it's so important. Once you find those people, actually ask them for help and don't feel embarrassed or ashamed about it. Own it and just tell them you need help because you're there for them, right? You want to help them. They also want to help you. So just remember that. And my last tip, but definitely not least, it's probably one of the things that's helped me the most in terms of avoiding burnout for the last couple of years is go slowly. Go at a pace that's actually going to work for you. I used to try and do all of the things all the time. I'd be like, oh, I want to do this, 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 and this. And I would start everything on the same day. Guess what? You're going to burn out because that's a lot of new things to be starting all at once. And you're just going to completely fall apart. Start slow. Take on one thing at a time. Even if you have all these big ideas that you want to take on, make a list, but pick one thing to start with. That is the biggest, biggest advice that has been a game changer in my personal life and my journey. And honestly, people are always shocked and surprised when I tell them that I so rarely feel burnout anymore, like for the last couple of years, because I've had the skills and the routine in place to prevent it. And because I haven't tried to take on all the tasks at the same time, because everyone tells me, well, you do so many things. How the heck do you not experience burnout? It's because I've built up to this. I didn't just decide one day I'm going to do all the things at the same time right here, right now. These are things that have been growing and building over the last two years and things that I've been slowly introducing that now, yeah, it seems like I do a lot of things and I do a lot of things, but I don't feel burnt out because I introduced them slowly and have built those habits and have found the joy in the process. So I want you to know that it is absolutely possible to achieve all the things, all the goals, all the different ideas that you have in your life and that you want to do. It is absolutely possible. There is a way to do it without feeling overwhelmed and burnt out. You just have to put the skills into action. You have to introduce them slowly. You can't just expect that trying to start everything at the same time is going to result in a positive result. It's probably going to lead to failure. So you have to understand that slow and steady in this case is ultimately going to win the race. And that's a phrase for a reason because you can't do everything at once. And that's why people often quit on their goals is because they try to do that and it doesn't end up working out. They just feel burnt out. And that's when they tell themselves they have to quit because it's not good. It's not healthy to be in this situation. And although they want these goals, it's just not good for them. But just know there is a way to do it. Don't just quit on them. Don't just completely let yourself off the hook and quit altogether. Introduce it slowly. Take one thing on at a time. It is possible. You just have to find the way that's going to work for you. So I really, really hope that this episode was helpful for you. If you are going through a period of burnout or you're just feeling like you're stressed out and lacking energy all the time, I hope that you can start to put some of these tips into action and get yourself out of that and start to be able to prevent it altogether and create that life that you love. Because honestly, that's why we're here is to live a life that we're absolutely freaking obsessed with. And I want you to have that as much as I want it for myself, but it's going to take some work. It's going to take some effort and it's going to take time. Remember, it takes time to achieve your goals. So don't be in this race trying to get there as soon as possible. Take it slow and I'm sure that you'll get there. 
Thank you so much for listening. If you connected with this topic, there's a good chance your friends will too. So why not share it on social media and tag me so that I know this message is helping you get one step closer to your goals. Keep that hustle going and we'll chat soon.